This is the World Warrior Low Key. Hey, this is Road Animal. This is Christopher Daniels. Hi, gang. This is Mean Gene Okerlund from the WWE. Hey, yo. Say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall. Big Daddy Cool Diesel slash Kevin Nash. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. Hi, uh, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion. And you're listening to SNF Radio Network. Standing ovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. Welcome to the show that brings you all things nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling. It is now time to go Beyond the Bell. Welcome back, old school wrestling fans. This is your personal ring announcer, Sean Beckerman, back with you on the road traveling the independent circuit for another edition of the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast, Beyond the Bell, powered by the SNS Radio Network. Like I said, I am on the road, which can only mean one thing. I tuned up, or should I say turned up the radio, turned on the CD player to go back in time to relive the music behind professional wrestling. As I make my way down I-95, I decided to flip through my archive and pop in the CD of Mick Foley, the music behind the hardcore Icon Tonight, we will archive, document, relive the sounds of Mick Foley throughout his entire professional wrestling career. Some songs you will relive and love. Some you may not have even known to be a part of Mick Foley's entrance themes. But all the same, we will enjoy the career and look back at the sounds of Mrs. Foley's baby boy. We brought this edition back to you fans because of the overwhelming popularity we received from our first two editions, the Hulkamania Chronicles, uh, you could say, final chapter or extension of the music behind Hulk Hogan, and then the really the debut of the series, the individual series of the music behind professional wrestling as we look back at the career, the music career of Triple H. The feedback I received was was overwhelming. You guys poured out the responses, and I appreciate all the positive feedback. Um, For this show, or for the the most recent music show, I had an overwhelming positive response. You guys love music, as a lot of our listeners in the UK and and international as well um, don't really 
have a chance or didn't get the opportunity to either download or purchase, uh, purchase of course, when you're dealing with the 80s and 90s, those rare themes that you hear uh, at our old school theme of the week portions or um, in between retrospective podcasts or even on, on YouTube. They don't have a chance to, or they didn't have a chance to purchase those rare themes. So we've heard a lot of our fans want to relive those rare themes for our favorite superstars. So I'm proud to continue on the music behind professional wrestling and the superstars of sports entertainment, and we'll continue with Mick Foley. We'll start off his illustrious career with his UWF theme, Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. Fitting, in a sense, for Mick Foley. Early on in his career, being known as Cactus Jack, Cactus Jack Manson, connected to the Charlie Manson aura, mystique, you could say. But in the UWF, Bill Watson Company decided to have the narrative of Mick Foley, Cactus Jack, being brought to the ring by Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses, and you were entering a jungle when you are entering the squared circle with Cactus Jack.
as I continue my travels on the independent circuit, we look at another theme in the career of Mick Foley. We now enter ECW. He also used this theme for the IWC and Ring of Honor. Born to be Wild by Steppenwolf. Another fitting theme as Welcome to the Jungle fit the animalistic side of Mick Foley. So did this theme as Cactus Jack was wild. In a sense, he was born to be wild as this theme was used in the land of the extreme for Mick Foley.
stay in ECW Extreme Championship Wrestling with his second theme that we heard in the hallowed halls of the Bingo Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This theme was also used for one Chris Candido, a part of the Triple Threat. Back in Black by ACDC was another extreme theme for Mick Foley. we 
Cactus Jack entered World Championship Wrestling. Little did the executives know in their Turner-based organization who they were getting when they brought in Mrs. Foley's baby boy. The most popular theme that Cactus Jack used in WCW was a part of their Slam Jam album. In the early 90s, Mr. Bang Bang by Jimmy Papa, Larry Velez, and Michael Seitz. This theme will be used to dub over another theme which we'll mention a little later in our program when he used his Cactus Jack moniker in the World Wrestling Federation. This was dubbed over for DVD uh, reproductions as his Cactus Jack theme, even though this was primarily and only used on WCW television. And as most likely we will hear on upcoming rebroadcasts or reproductions on the WWE Network and other future DVD releases, this is the so-called Cactus Jack theme for Mick Foley. Mr. Bang Bang on Beyond the Bell. Bang Bang! He's a lot of man He likes to 
Foley bounced from ECW to WCW, actually bringing the WCW Tag Team Championship title belt on ECW programming. The move was made. Mick Foley had signed with the World Wrestling Federation. And you could safely say his career would never, ever be the same again. These mysterious, dark vignettes started to debut on WWF programming. I remember on WWF Superstars hearing a certain voice, a screech. You didn't really see this future superstar's face as it was dark. It seemed like he's in a dungeon or a cave. But the voice sounded familiar to me. As I held my Hasbro action figures in hand, thinking who could that be? My head popped up. Was that Cactus Jack? Yes, it was. No longer Cactus Jack. He was now in the WWF, known as Mankind. During those vignettes, you heard a classical piano tune play in the background. and This would serve to be Mick Foley's exit theme in the WWF as his entrance theme. As his entrance theme was Ode to Freud by Jim Johnston. A dark, ominous theme that was used for the debuting Mankind who primarily, off the get-go, attacked The Undertaker. What a man to start your career off in the Federation rivaling against. Those two had some legendary matches. Two classic rivals that we will definitely talk about on our Famous Feud series. But this version we'll play is a two-parter mixed into one. This was off of the WWF Music album series as O2 Freud was introed by Mankind's words on that album. And I decided to play this version because it bridges straight into the piano theme used for Mick Foley as he won matches with the Mandible Claw. He would sit and rock, Indian style, in the corner of the ring, rocking back and forth as a scary child in a sense, while that classical music played the piano theme. Creepy, but it fits so well. 
I introduce to you O2 Freud for the debuting mankind in the World Wrestling Federation. The time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you. such a bad day. Why did he create all of you normal and forget so many important parts of me? He made the teeth that I swallowed, the ear that was ripped from my skull, a face that no longer exists. Deep inside, you are merely a mirror image of all my atrocities. The ugliness that exists outside lives inside every one of you! <laughs> was terrorizing the World Wrestling Federation, burying The Undertaker, taking away his longtime manager, Paul Bearer, and in the process, cementing his legendary status in sports entertainment. Mick Foley was not done, though, as the Attitude Era crept in the late 90s. We saw an attitude form in one Mick Foley, Home videos were shown of Mrs. Foley's baby boy jumping off of roofs, imitating wrestlers. And on one clip, we saw him impersonating a character known as Dude Love. A hippie imitation of Shawn Michaels, you can say. 
the dudester was this tie-dye wearing, knee shaking, juking and jiving, flamboyant side of McFoley that we have never seen before. This dark, ominous mankind character had a new face to it, you could say, in Do Love. And as Stone Cold Steve Austin was in need for tag team support as he lost out to his tag team champion, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold was outnumbered, and look who came to the rescue. None other than Dude Love. And as he made his debut on Raw is War, so did another brand new entrance theme for Mick Foley. His Dude Love theme. Quite different from his original Ode to Freud version for Mankind, Dude Love was born in the World Wrestling Federation. Foley would complete his trio of faces on an edition of Raw is War, hailing from Madison Square Garden. I was live in person in the audience that evening as we saw the debut of a new character by Mick Foley, new to the World Wrestling Federation, but a revival of a favorite character, a favorite side of Mick Foley, that we've seen previously in his career. Mankind was scheduled to take on Hunter Hearst Helmsley 
at this stage, DX, you could say, was in full force or in motion, and this matchup was scheduled to be a hardcore matchup as the future Triple H with the ninth wonder of the world, China, stood inside the ring waiting for Mick Foley to make his entrance. We saw a mankind pop up on the Titan Tron. And on the same screen, we saw Dude Love make an appearance. On the same screen, Mankind and Dude Love. Then, as the camera panned out, Mick Foley introduced another side, another face of Foley. Cactus Jack is back. And Cactus Jack made his debut in the World Wrestling Federation on one video screenshot. It was it was great video production there. We saw Mankind, Dude Love, and Cactus Jack all together sitting next to one another, actually having a conversation. This followed by the official debut of Cactus Jack making his way down the ramp, garbage can in hand, debuting in the World Wrestling Federation, and so did the Cactus Jack theme debut in the WWF, simply known as Hardcore. This theme would be used for any Cactus Jack matches, you could say, in the WWF at this time, as well as when Chainsaw Charlie made his debut, a.k.a. Terry Funk. This was used as their tag team theme as well, especially as they made their entrance at WrestleMania 14, taking on the New Age Outlaws for the WWF Tag Team Championship. Yes, it was in a dumpster match. Nevertheless, this theme hardcore was used for Cactus Jack. And like I mentioned earlier, this would be dubbed over for any re-releases for DVD productions or television reproductions. And Mr. Bang Bang was used as the official Cactus Jack theme. I'm not sure if licensing issues came into effect, but the official Cactus Jack WWF version is entitled Whole Lotta Groove, a.k.a. Western Hardcore by Tim Renwick.
as we continue on in my travels now in the rain on the independent circuit. I remember a time I was lucky enough to be in the audience, in person, live, witnessing the debut of this next theme for Mick Foley. The Love Shack made its debut on Raw Is War, the official talk show segment for Dude Love. He had guests such as Mr. McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Who could forget the dudettes, beanbags, hippie beads, blow-up chairs. Yes, this comprised the Love Shack set. It was on the entrance ramp of... Uh, right next to, of course, right underneath, I should say, the Titantron on the Raw is War set. It was Mick Foley's personal talk show as do love. The theme was known as Love Shack, fittingly, right? I believe it made its debut on the WWE Anthology album. The Anthology album, which comprised three different eras, three-disc CD set, which I could not wait to purchase. The day it came out, I drove about two hours out of the way. I was in college at the time. I believe I was a sophomore. Two hours out of the way to go purchase this three-disc set as I could not wait to hear some newly released themes. Of course, they had a lot of the themes archived uh, through having the WWF uh, fan club, being a part of the fan club. You remember that with the cassette tapes? Um, you can listen to the theme songs blended in, like one minute, minute, 30 second versions. Remember, they had Shawn Michaels' version with Sherry, and then they had the Diesel Blues for Kevin Nash's Diesel, you know, Big Daddy Cool, um, Smoking Guns, Doink the Clown. Those were all blended together. Uh, on cassette tape, I remember, if you are an exclusive member of the WWF fan club. I have to scan my membership card and upload that onto the uh, SNS fan bu- uh, Facebook page so you guys can uh, relate to that. Every year I was a member of the WWF fan club. A little note for your BTB fans. But nevertheless, I could not wait to listen to the new songs on that album, and one of those new songs was Love Shack. For Do Love the Dudester, here on Beyond the Bell, we take you back in time to the first talk show segment for Mick Foley.
When Dude Love returned to the WWF, it was in a different state. Dude Love was brought back to attack Stone Cold Steve Austin in favor of Mr. McMahon. Dude Love was a heel going after the man he was tag team partners, tag team champions with. This is this all surrounded uh, the feeling that Mick Foley, after he wrestled Terry Funk in a, an empty arena match, after he felt that the fans did not care anymore for the blood, sweat, and tears that Mick Foley was placing or you know, going through inside the squared circle, and all he did were all he wanted to do was chant Austin or chant for Stone Cold, and he was sick of it. And instead of seeing, we thought, the hardcore Mick Foley return, we saw Dude Love return, this time to attack Stone Cold in a heel manner. In doing so, he, you could say, joined the corporation in a sense, even though Mr. McMahon didn't fully embrace him. At first, uh, Mick Foley decided to drift more towards the Mankind character later on as we go further into the Attitude Era, as... Mr. McMahon presented him with the first ever hardcore title belt. He was the first ever hardcore champion in the WWF that smashed up Winged Eagle title. The, that title that was uh, famously known as one of my favorite designs, if not my favorite of all time for the WWF championships. That title was now the hardcore title. I believe it was the, the championship belt that Mr. Perfect smashed up on an edition of Saturday Night's Main Event which I'm sure we'll talk about uh, when, we, when we discuss Kurt Henning's career. I think we mentioned it on the Hulkamania Chronicles, but uh, we'll talk about it more in depth during the career of, of retrospective of Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. But I believe they used that title, if not versions that, that were destroyed previously, and duct-taped together to form the hardcore title. Now, Mick Foley was the hardcore champion, a part of the corporation, and to fit the corporate model, he decided to wear a shirt and tie, you know, ripped up shirt and tie, looking disheveled, only as Mick Foley can do, still with the Mankind brown pants and the ma Mankind mask that was fitting for the character. So it was kind of uh, a spoof or a uh, different type of take, hardcore take, on the corporate champion that Mick Foley wanted to show Mr. McMahon that he could be. And in turn, a heel was born of mankind, which catapulted him, in a sense, even further in the ranks uh, in the WWF. But it wasn't until The Rock became the people's champion, and now the face, at the time, of the WWF, and the leader of the corporation, uh, superstar-wise, Mick Foley felt a little slighted. And in turn, the fans started to shift in terms of babyface uh, for Mick Foley. They wanted to, to embrace Mick Foley. And what, what I believe really cemented the deal was the segment that debuted the character of Mr. Sacco. Mr. McMahon was in the hospital as a result of a beating that Stone Cold Steve Austin gave him and Mick Foley came to see, of course, his fallen boss and he debuted Mr. Sacco, the hand puppet, which was a sock with the drawing with a drawing on it, which I believe Mick Foley stated was drawn on by his by his daughter. Um, so, in a sense, it was a it was supposed to be a, a one take or a one time skit or one time shot for for Mr. Sacco, but it wound up growing, and the fans loved Mr. Sacco to the point and to the extent that Mr. Sacco was now a part of the matches, and the Maldable Claw became Mr. Sacco. Uh, being worn 
before giving the mandible claws. So you go from the, the, that brown you know, device on Mick Foley's hand, on Mankind's hand, to now a sweaty sweat sock. Originally, I believe he took it off of his foot at first to put in Superstar's mouths. I don't think that went over too well. And I guess you kind of trade it off for it to be pulled out of Mick Foley's crotch. I don't know which one's better, coming off of his foot or off of his crotch. I don't know. You can make the claim of which one you rather take. But nevertheless, Mick Foley wound up becoming a babyface and fan favorite as a result. And now Mick Foley was catapulted into the main event world title picture. And it was on a very special night on Raw is War, a tape edition which was famously known during the Monday Night War era, which we'll discuss in tint in the coming weeks as we'll debut a new series. As we close the chapter of one series, we'll open up another. Nevertheless, Mick Foley won the WWF title, beating The Rock, the corporate champion, in which even Tony Schiavone on WCW Nitro claimed was going to happen, which threw hundreds of thousands of viewers over to Monday Night Raw and the WWF side to witness and as a result, Mick Foley, Mankind, was now World Wrestling Federation champion. The highest point in Mick Foley's career at that time. And his theme music was still Mankind's, but this time it was a sort of rap version, a hip-hop in a sense, a, fast, a faster-paced version to fit the babyface Mick Foley. I think this was as they were trying to find a new theme to fit this new Mankind character as the old Ode to Freud theme didn't really fit this new Mankind persona. There were two types of Mankind, I like to say. The the dark, ominous Mankind, that evil Mankind, and then this one, the corporate, goofy Mr. Shaco Mankind. So this next song was the rap version of O2 Freud as it was played in the background as D-Generation X, Billy Gunn, and Road Dog X-Pac picked them up, Triple H, as they all celebrated Mankind becoming WWF champion with the help of Stone Cold Steve Austin and a steel chair.
as I continue on traveling on the independent circuit, Mick Foley is now the World Wrestling Federation Champion. Mankind is on top of the WWF. His rap version of Ode to Freud only lasted basically a week as WWF Champion as the next edition of Monday Night Raw. Raw is more featured a new song for the WWF Champ entitled Wreck, a more rock version of Mick Foley's entrance music uh, along the lines of the Cactus Jack side. The initial version that debuted on Raw is War when he came out with the WWF title involved the intro just containing the basic riff without the claps that are so famous now, which were added uh, shortly after this first installment. But we'll play the most popular and current version of Mankind slash Mick Foley. This theme's been used now as the official Mick Foley theme in the WWE as it's been used for his Hall of Fame induction ceremony and anytime he's being he was brought out this was his official or is now his official theme as Mick Foley but this was also used as his mankind character the babyface version the WWF champ in 1999 we present to you Rack <laughs>
Mick Foley continued to use this theme throughout the remainder of his career into his retirement. During the February pay-per-view, No Way Out in a Hell in a Cell career-ending match against Triple H. Tried to mimic the iconic King of the Ring in 97 Hell in a Cell encounter with The Undertaker. Mick Foley came back for WrestleMania 2000, the 16th installment, as he was in the fatal four-way main event, being led towards the ring by Linda McMahon, a McMahon in every corner. He came out to the wreck theme as well, unsuccessful in winning the WWF Championship, which led to his official retirement from being an active in-ring competitor for WWE. Shortly thereafter, he cut his hair, as he thought he would never be on television for an extended period of time. It more so was a, a motivational type of maneuver for him not to want to go back to wrestling. But nevertheless, he came back as commissioner of the WWE using the rec theme. I have another great memory of the garden and one that, that play, you know, played a role in my uh, unique role in my career. Uh, and has kind of come full circle in that in 2000, I had some pretty good seats uh, for the first night of Bruce Springsteen's 10-night stand at MSG. And of course, Bruce played a lot of songs I loved and knew by heart, but he also played a song I wasn't familiar with, uh, Youngstown. It was a, uh, a, a, a reimagining of a, very, of a very sparse song on the Ghost of Tom Joad album and played live. It was just exhilarating and uh, Nils Lofgren had a solo that stands out uh, even 14, 13 years later as the, gra the greatest piece of guitar work that, that I've ever seen. And I remember one of my friends like turning to me, Scott Darren, he goes, Nils is going off. Like, it's unusual to, to realize the moment as it's happening. And I just remember being just absolutely blown away by that guitar solo and then watching it repeatedly when uh, the DVD came out live at Madison Square Garden. And uh, in 2004, I lost about 60 pounds to get ready for my uh, comeback match here at MSG um, for uh, WrestleMania. I've been gone four complete years, hadn't been in the ring. And that was the song I would play that would kind of push me through the pain barrier, you know, uh, to lose that kind of weight and to push away foods that I loved and to really try to get in shape uh, to give a match worthy of its surroundings required some uh, special incentive. And uh, while I may have turned to Tori Amos's winter before big matches, uh, that solo, man, that solo got me through so many difficult uh, uh, workouts in preparation for that match. And so when I say it comes full circle, uh, I uh, checked my message on my phone just a few days ago and uh, there was a message from Nils Lofgren uh, and, he, and he did a little uh, impromptu Mick Foley jam. Uh, as a as a present, and uh, that meant so much to me because his music and that uh, solo in this very building had meant so much to me. Here in Northeast Ohio, back in 1803, James and Danny Heaton found the ore that was lined in yellow creek. They built a blast furnace there along the shore. And they made the cannonballs that helped the Union win the war. Here in Youngstown, here in Youngstown, my sweet Jenny, I'm sinking down. Here, darling, in Youngstown.
Tell my daddy work burns Kept up hotter than hell I come home from now I'm working my way to Scarford A job that suits the devil as well Well, attacking that coke and limestone Fed my children and made my pay Them smokestacks reaching like the arms of God Into a beautiful sky, soot and clay Here in Youngstown Here in Youngstown Sweet Jenny, I'm sinking down Here, darling, in Youngstown With my daddy come on here, how when he come home from World War II Now the yard's just scrapping rubble He said them big boys did what Hitler couldn't do Yeah, these mills, they built the tanks and bombs That won this country's war We sent our sons to Korea and Vietnam Now we're wondering what they were died for Here in Youngstown here in Youngstown My sweet Jenny, I'm sinking down Here, darling, in Youngstown From the Monongahela Valley To the Masabi Iron Range To the coal mines of Appalachia The story's always the same 700 tons in the middle of the day I saw you tell me the world's changed Once I made you rich enough Rich enough to forget my name In Youngstown In Youngstown My sweet Jenny, I'm sinking down Here, darling, in Youngstown When I die, I don't want no part of heaven I would not do heaven's work well I pray the devil comes and takes me to stand In the fiery furnaces of hell seen sparsely throughout the remainder of the early to mid 2000s became a color commentator on smackdown was a part of the ecw one night stand pay-per-view and then he left wwe due to like you could say i don't want to say creative differences but you could say maybe the pressure of being a color commentator having vince mcmahon in your ear the entire broadcast he left and on september 3rd 2008 he joined total non-stop action wrestling. Mick Foley left the beloved WWE, left his home, so to speak, left the place that made him, and he joined the sort of competitor, the second brand, TNA Wrestling. Dale Oliver, the major producer behind all the TNA music, came up with Chick Chick Bang Bang, along with Dixie Carter's husband, Serge, 
as the vocalist part of this song, as this was now the new narrative, the new music for Mick Foley. In a sense, it was it was fitting, you could say, as it was a nice vocal narrative to Mick Foley in his career. One of the better TNA themes. TNA does not have great music, very generic in a sense. A lot of times, WCW jobber ask or WCW Saturday Night ask in terms of the themes used there, but this was one of the better ones that were displayed on TNA television. Chick Chick Bang Bang by Dale Oliver, the new theme song for Mick Foley. Spending a couple of years in total non-stop action, serving in different roles, Mick Foley returned home, so to speak, as he was now once again a part of the WWE family. Initially returning to be involved in the Rock Cena storyline leading up to uh, WrestleMania 28, in which he wore both Superstars t-shirts on one shirt, half and half, kind of unique at the time. Mick Foley returned to his original Foley theme, so to speak. Foley returned to the Wreck theme, the primary Mick Foley theme like we mentioned earlier. And then in 2013, this past year, Mick Foley was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame 
along with an all-star cast, including Bob Backlin, Booker T, Trish Stratus, Donald Trump, and Bruno Sammartino. We documented that weekend here on Beyond the Bell as I was live in attendance to witness the special event. What can you say about the career of Mick Foley, a true legend in this business? Love him or hate him, Mick Foley was truly one of a kind. And so, in a sense, was his entrance music. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Every Thursday, the SNS Radio Network gets in the ring and starts running the ropes. When I want, I, okay, I, want, I caught SmackDown again. I caught she, I skipped Sheffield's gimmick, and I couldn't help but to think that his new gimmick sounds like an Arby's uh, roast beef sandwich. Join Brian Maverick Bertrand and Chris Kelly from HeadlocksHeadlines.com as they talk about every random thing going on within the WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, and the NorCal Independent scene. Running the Ropes also features interviews with stars from the past. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. Present. What's going on? This is Kazarian. And this is the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. And future. Hey guys, it's Rima Fakis. And so much more. So join the guys every week on Running the Ropes right here on the SNS Radio Network. Hey guys, this is Ashley. And this is Sandro. And we're here to make sure that you check out the whole indie show each week on the SNS Radio Network. As both of us, along with our other co-host Randy, cover everything that you need to know on all things indie wrestling. It's your place for all the most recent indie news and event results, reviews of the latest shows from all the major promotions, and previews for all the upcoming events. We also want your feedback on any indie stuff you may have seen as well. Plus, you know, you never know. You might even get a few paperclip references now and then. So for all that and much more, listen to The Whole Indie Show every week here on the SNS Radio Network. Are you looking for the latest news in both professional wrestling and mixed martial arts? Well, check out www.wrestling-online.com. Sign up for one of the longest-running newsletters in professional wrestling over 16 years, and just like Wrestling News Live, it's absolutely free. Join over 27,000 other subscribers, wrestling-online.com. You will learn to pronounce my name properly. Wrestling-online.com. Hey, wrestling fans, do you want to break from the day-to-day ins and outs of the WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor? Do you like talk radio that pulls no punches? And do you like your sci-fi and fantasy? Well, tune in to the Elite Force Podcast each and every midweek with Chuck W. And each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe. Exclusively 
on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Are you a fan of the SNS Radio Network? Want to keep up with what's going on with all the personalities and radio shows on the SNS Network? Well, let me tell you how. You can check out the Facebook group over at www.facebook.com slash groups slash SNS Radio Network. On Twitter, follow us at SNS Radio Network. You can follow me, Mr. Money on the Mic, Jeff Jackson, at SNS underscore JJSexA1. These are just a few ways to keep up with all the happenings going on on the SNS Radio Network. One man had a vision that would change our world. Welcome to WrestleMania! A world where legends are born. Now, you can live those moments. Slam a giant. Climb the ladder. Go one-on-one with the great one. Retire a legend. Steal the show. Dethrone an icon. And keep the dead man's streak alive. Create a once-in-a-lifetime moment. of WrestleMania. One epic game. Become immortal. Well, old school music lovers, that wraps up Another edition on the road for Beyond the Bell, powered by the SNS Radio Network. One more chapter, one more superstar in the books for superstar entrance themes. Mick Foley certainly made a mark in this business, not just inside the ring, but musically as well. Unique themes, starting from Cactus Jack on through the three faces of Foley Mankind in the WWF slash WWE. We look forward to releasing many more music editions for you fans here on Beyond the Bell. Please submit any suggestions for future music editions, either at my official Twitter site, at Sean Beckerman, or at Beckerman at ringannouncing.com, or through SNS Radio dot or through SNSRadioNetwork.com under the specific portal for Beyond the Bell. Under the Beyond the Bell section. We're going to take it home with some old school music. This week we'll end things a little differently since we've been playing themes non-stop, of course. We're going to wrap up with a song that I thought was fitting when released by this high-profile popular artist. It fit Mick Foley and his character as the motto Mick Foley went by was Have a Nice Day, which was derived from his Mankind character, which carried through through the height of his career, winning the WWF Championship. Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi, released Have a Nice Day, which I thought was an awesome song, and if you were running an independent show or 
you would have him on an outside WWE project, it's a perfect theme song for him. I thought WWE would either use that song, I know rights fees and such are, could be a bit high, or create their own song in, in lieu or in spirit of the Bon Jovi piece. But I thought it was a perfect song for Mick Foley. And anytime I heard it, I would think of Mick Foley. So I'll wrap it all up with Have a Nice Day by Bon Jovi, dedicated to Mick Foley. Until next week, fans, when we rewind and relive all things retro in wrestling, I'm your ring announcer, Sean Beckerman, signing off. Stay old school, my friends.